welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Welcome to another episode of Deeply Rooted Devos. So happy to welcome you here. And today's episode is going to kick off a series we have about one of the ways we welcome people when we show hospitality. We hope to have a few episodes here because summer is such a time when we uh, share hospitality with many people. And so I'm excited today. Esther is going to begin our series. Thank you, Martha. Yes, uh, we live in Muskoka. We are so blessed to live in Muskoka, the land of lakes and parks and just so much beauty. But in the summertime, I know some of us have family and friends descend on us and we feel overwhelmed at times with entertaining them and feeding them. But uh, if we're honest, sometimes we kind of wonder, oh dear, how how am I going to get through this? I hope after today's lesson in the word that we will be able to have some creative ideas um, of other ways of making the burden perhaps lighter, but also seeing it through the eyes of God and how he views hospitality. So let's look at 1 Peter 4, verses 8 to 10. 1 Peter 4, 8 to 10 says, Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each one has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. And so when we think of hospitality, the first thing that comes to mind is making a meal for somebody. And I know there are times when you look at your home and you think, oh, I, I just can't have people in here. <laughs> or you you think it's too small to have people come to visit. Um, and you think, oh, what am I going to do? Um, but I'm wanting to just challenge our thoughts just about that and see whether there are other ways that perhaps we can show kindness, uh, maybe not in our home, but in our kitchen to show love to other people. Um, the University of Kansas did a study where they looked at sharing food and they found that food and sharing it can create attachments between individuals and food actually connects and bonding happens when we share a meal with other people. And so I'm wondering if my friends, Carrie and Martha, have had experiences where they feel that this has happened and they've been blessed by it. One scripture comes to my mind that I, I was just hearing today, Esther, and it's uh, interesting because it ties in with this. Um, when we share food together or hospitality, we are sharing in a way that um, I think patterns after what God has set out. Let me just read to you from Matthew 22, verse 1. Jesus continued to teach the people with stories. He said, this is what the kingdom of heaven is like. A king prepared a special meal for his son's marriage. So 
here we have someone preparing a special meal, but it's God. So I think that what you said about food connecting people in God's um, plans, even in Revelation, it says in the end, heaven's like the wedding feast. And so I think we have a little taste of heaven here on earth when we share food with one another. However that may look, it can be done in so many different ways. But really, we do get that connection with one another when we share food with each other. Yeah, the connection part to me is also, if you don't know somebody, it's a great conversation starter, talking about what you're eating and how good it is and you know how much work the preparer put into it. So if you sit down at a meal with people, maybe from your church or maybe from work or wherever, you're sitting down with a common theme that you can't disagree with. So when you say the bonding thing, I think of food as like a conversation starter. That is very true, Carrie, for sure. Um, and what if you are not a great cook? <laughs> there are ways that you can help foster this hospitality without being a great cook, hey? Um, but anyways, uh, when I think of this and I think sometimes we are just overwhelmed with our day to day and we think, how can I extend compassion to others and just show them kindness, even in this time when I am so overwhelmed, I can hardly keep my head above water with the needs of my own family. Um, but I want to share with you a book that one of our friends, um, Joanne Watkinson has made. And for those who are on the YouTube uh, channel, you'll see it's called Make Ahead Meals. And we're going to link the link to uh, the Amazon uh, purchasing option. Uh, but Joanne has written this incredible cookbook it has so many great ideas that will help you prepare for companies coming um, in it uh, just right at the very beginning. She has um, four meal plans for when companies coming and each meal plan uh, has four main courses or main course dinners, um, a breakfast and a dessert option. And if you get all your ingredients together, you can meal prep all of those meals in just an hour and a half. And so that to me, it, I haven't done it yet because I haven't uh, had a chance, but what a great idea to do mm -hmm. all your meal prep ahead. And, um, you know, when we look at our time factor and, and what we have available to us, that sounds to me very appealing, an hour and a half to do all that meal prep. Um, and that would just mean that you could have some more time to actually enjoy having people in or your guests and um, be blessed in that way. You know, there's other ways, too, that you can get creative. And I think I've shared this with both of you before, mm. how... Um, some ladies in the church, young women, wanted to encourage... Um, members to get to know each other so they would randomly invite um people to their backyard so they didn't have to worry about cleaning the house and the size of the house and what have you and invited them for a backyard lunch 
And the theme was called Soup Sundays. And what it was is maybe a core group of the young, it was young adults is what it was. And the young adults each took um, a different opportunity to make homemade soup. And so what they did was they made the homemade soup, brought it to the backyard and served different, all different recipes, all different themes, spicy, creamy, vegetable broth. And uh, again, it was a commonality that they could, people from the church who didn't know one another are getting a chance to meet. They've seen them um, in the foyer. They've seen them sitting in the sanctuary. But all of a sudden, they're having a meal together and they're talking about this wonderful homemade soup. Oh, and what recipe have you or what um, kind of soup are you trying now? And I just thought that totally takes any pressure. It actually makes it fun um, to serve. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love that idea. And I would say one little story about my own life. I have two really good friends who are excellent cooks and they love to cook. Their tip, of course, the one bakes a lot and freezes so much. She has a big freezer, so she's always ready for company. But when they invite me over, um, I always say, what can I bring? And they always say nothing. So when I invite them over, I would like to do the same thing because, you know, it feels pressured on me that I think, well, I should... I should be like my friend Bonnie and have an appetizer and then have this and then have that and something new. But, you know, God spoke to me and I, he said, you don't have to do that. You're you. So when they come to my house and they ask me, what can I bring? I tell them, you can bring this or a dessert or a salad. I try to not let myself compare myself to other people because there are some people they just love to cook. They love to serve. They love to do it in the kitchen. But I love your story, Carrie, because what those gals are doing is they're getting their guests to bring something with them. And often that really is something to share as well. And it's a connection point. So I'm not saying either way is uh, bad. I'm just saying do it the way that suits you. Don't let your expectations stop you from having people over in a way that's comfortable for you. And mm -hmm. I've known other people, they just take people out to Swiss chalet, you know? <laughs> so it you do what you want to do and what suits with your lifestyle, but the point is to share meals and to share a connection. Absolutely. I, I like the Swiss chalet idea. It works too. <laughs> um, one other idea that Joanne has in her book that is really uh, a neat idea that I hadn't thought of is to contact a few of your friends and get together for a meal prep party. And uh, in her book, she suggests if you invite five friends, that's six of you in the kitchen, maybe your kitchen isn't big enough for six, but if whatever number you can fit in there and have um, everybody choose a recipe and bring enough ingredients to make it six times so that when you have completed all of those meals, you will end up with 36 meals, some for your freezer and some for somebody else's. And so what a neat way of blessing perhaps a new mom. Um, and in fact, you can even do this as a baby shower. You can invite the new mom or the expectant mom and send her home with five meals to put in her freezer. So uh, just some really creative ideas and ways to bless 
people, um, as well as having the enjoyment of doing all of this together. And there's one other story I would like to share when it comes to hospitality. We invited some folks to our home this a few years back, and they were new believers. And I don't ever remember what food went on the table. We just had them in and we had whatever we had. And we carried on our life, including them in this meal. And at the end, when they were saying goodbye, the woman said to me, oh, I just feel the Holy Spirit here. I'm so impressed by uh, the peace of God in your home. And I thought, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't always sense the peace of God here. Um, I, I mean, this is what's going on in my head. I'm just thinking this was a regular meal with regular people. But we don't know what God is working on people's hearts, how he's working in their hearts. And you don't know, I would say to all the women out there, you don't know what a blessing you are to others when you invite them over. You may not be conscious of God's work, but he is at work to bless these other people. And uh, it's probably a good thing that we don't always know when God is using us. But we can certainly bless others through our hospitality, and we can certainly be confident that God's spirit is at work, even though we might not feel that. Mm -hmm. I love that, Martha. And I, I think we chatted about this earlier, about how we are going to be feasting with the lamb all eternity in heaven. And isn't it neat that we can create a, a feast or um, a meal for our friends that we'll be spending eternity with? Esther, um, do you have a takeaway um, on this topic of hospitality? I do. I want to take you to one more passage. It's in Proverbs 11 and 25. And I'm just going to read it here. It's, it's powerful. 11 and 25 says, whoever brings blessing will be enriched and one who waters will himself be watered. I would encourage you to take that and write it on a card and take that verse and remember that when you give of your time and your talents and your energy, you give something back to God, you will be enriched. You will be blessed because the word of God promises it. And I know in my own life that it has been a reality. Um, your heart is refreshed and filled up when you bless someone else. And often they bless you more than you feel like you're blessing them. Ask yourself, what is stopping me from inviting a few friends over for an afternoon of fellowship and fun? Or, you know, where, where can I take this opportunity of blessing others and in turn honor God, but also be blessed in my own soul? Thank you for that, Esther. That's a great challenge to us and also a great encouragement to something that is so rewarding, hospitality. So my friends, until next time, stay deeply rooted. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ. Thank you.